Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Rob Longo. Hi, friends, and welcome to today's edition of the Hornets Hivecast, the official podcast of your Charlotte Hornets, presented by Senta. Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates are the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of your Hornets. It's another off day for Buzz City as Charlotte gets ready to head to the Big Apple to try to take a bite out of the New York Knicks. But of course, it's never an off day here on the Hornets Hivecast. To help fill that void, we are providing you today with another player profile, and it's none other than all-star candidate Miles Bridges. Sam Farber caught up with the Flint, Michigan native earlier this week, and without further ado... Here's Sam sit down with Sky Miles himself. Miles, thanks so much for the time. Glad to be here. Team just wrapped up a three-game run with wins over Milwaukee, back-to-back, and then Philadelphia. You are the longest-tenured Hornet. Is this the best three-game run of your Hornets career? Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, just three teams that, that's that been tough since I've been here. You know, Philly, I have, I've never beat them. So it's definitely it's definitely big for us. Plus, we got the two, two against the, the uh, champions and um, one against a team I never beat. So, yeah, it's the best one. What does it mean for the team? Like literally, you didn't climb much in the standings. You know, not a whole lot changed there. But figuratively, in terms of long term, what a potential playoff series might be like. What does that mean to the team having these wins? Uh, just giving us confidence that we could beat those teams. You know, the Bucks. They, like I said, they're the champions. They they beat everybody. They beat the Nets. They beat the Suns. They beat the the Heat. All of them last year in the playoffs. You know, the Seventy Sixers. They're also a playoff team every single year. So. For us, to, for us to beat them, um, it definitely gives us some confidence. What is the message it sends to the rest of the NBA in terms of, I mean, I think people have, have recognized that this is a team on the rise for a little while now, but what is the overall message about what the Hornets are capable of by season's end? Well, just letting them know that we're here, you know. I mean, the Hornets, we, we, we haven't made the playoffs, but we've just been a tough young team. But I think that we're, we're transitioning to a, a playoff team in the East and a, and a contender. 
One thing that impressed me most about the run, you guys were able to win all three games without your best attribute really working for you. You guys are known as a highly explosive offensive team that can rain down threes. In none of the games did you shoot particularly well as a team Mm -hmm. from three. So does that impress or should that impress people even more that you're able to win these three games without what people would say is the Hornets calling card really being a major factor? Yeah, I mean, we just focused on our defense more. That's just something that coach been on us about. You know, we we the reason why we lost games because our defense. So we just want to focus on that and we see what it do now. I, I think everybody's going to be locked in on defense because we see we can win games if we if we lock in there. One player who was a big factor, especially the other game, almost nothing he does shows up in the box score, but Mason Plumley. Mm-hmm. The only thing that, that looked good for him was plus minus. Right. Where he was maybe the best guy on the floor. Yeah. How difficult is it to be in the NBA, so much of it is stats driven, to do all those little things knowing it's not going to show up in the box score, but it's so integral to getting wins? I mean, he's just a professional, you know. He, he, he guarded Giannis one game, and he guarded Joel the next game. He's not he's not getting big numbers in the scoring column. He's not getting big rebounding numbers because he got to box out the best people. So it just shows a sign of professionalism and, and him just being a veteran, you know. And that's who Mason is. He's a very selfless guy, um, and I love having him on the team. For you personally, and I would throw Gordon Hayward and Terry Rozier and LaMelo Ball into this as well, you guys have shown an ability to score even if one piece of your offensive puzzle is not there. If you're mm-hmm. not making threes, any of you, you don't fixate on that. You find another way to be productive. Yeah. How is that drilled into you guys? Because there's a lot of players in the NBA where they're three-point specialists. They're drivers. They're put in this basket, and they don't have the ability to get into another one. We just got a lot of ways to attack people. You know, when our, when our three's not falling, we can get to the rim. You know, we got guards that, that can finish well around the rim. You know, Gordon Hayward, he could three-level score. Um, for me, I, I can finish at the rim. If that's not working for us, then our threes. And then if that if that's not working in our transition, you know, so we got different ways of attacking teams. But we just want to stay on a consistent level. One area that you have less control over whether you can score there or not, but I'm sure you would like to, is the free throw line. Mm-hmm. Looking at the totality of the season, there's not that much of a disparity. And then there's games like the other night against Philadelphia where one player makes more free throws than the entire Hornets team takes. Mm-hmm. What are you learning about ways to attack people that are on defense against you to help get you to the line more because on its face it looks like apparently everyone in the nba has figured out to defend you perfectly (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) i mean it's frustrating for me you know just going as much as i go to the rim me not getting as much free throws as i I want to um but i just got to keep attacking you know because even if I'm going to the basket, even if it's not to score, one of my teammates are going to be open. So either way, me attacking the basket is good. Either I'm going to score, I'm going to create, or I'm going to get fouled, hopefully. How much growth have you seen in yourself here, year four now with the Hornets? I've seen a lot of growth. You know, in, in my younger years, if, if if I didn't get no calls for me, I would have been completely out the game. You know, like I shot zero, zero free throws, and I, I put up 20, 20 shots, most of them at the room. I, I, I wouldn't have been able to finish the game, you know, in my younger years, but just me growing and knowing that I have to finish game somehow and just keep going. More to come between Sam and Miles right after this on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta. I'm not anti-aging. I'm pro-looking my best. Getting cosmetic surgery at Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates has me looking young again and filled with the confidence I need to take on the day. 
From Botox to rhinoplasty to facelifts, Senta offers facial plastic surgery from specially trained eye and ENT doctors who are familiar with how all parts of the face work. Feel like you once did. Schedule your appointment today at ceenta.com slash appointments. Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates. It just makes sense. We hope you are enjoying Sam Farber's chat with Miles Bridges so far. And with that said, let's get right back to it. Miles Bridges, our guest here today on the Hornets Hivecast. Miles, one thing that's new this year, the All-Star campaign, Buzz City Burgers. Before we get into the, the details of the campaign, tell me flat out, why should you be an All-Star? Uh, I don't know. I mean... I mean, I, I think I have pretty good numbers for the All-Star game, you know, 19, 19 and 7. Could be better. But, I mean, I, I feel like if we win more, then, then more guys will get into the All-Star game from our team. So that's just my main focus is trying to win games. You know, if we, if we win games and we come like a fourth seed, third seed, then, I mean, they don't have a choice but to put me, Mel, or Terry in the All-Star game. So, I mean, just, just winning for us. I agree with you. I think people think All-Star numbers, and there's probably – 25 guys every year in each conference right. that have quote-unquote all-star numbers mm-hmm. there's only 12 spots right. so being capable of of getting on the team and actually getting there are two very different things and winning is such a huge component about it is that the same thing you would say for Lamelo and terry at this stage do you think one of you is ahead of the other or it's just you're all kind of in this grouping where the stats are so similar and if you can get to second or third in the East by the time the roster is solidified, you're probably going to get two in. If you stay in the six to eight range, it's tougher. Yeah, I mean, we just got to win games, you know. So as long as we win games and I feel like one or two of us to get in, you know. Really, our, like I said, our main focus is winning games. As long as we win games, I, I guarantee you that one of us is going gonna, is gonna to be an all-star game. LaMelo looked at we were talked about winning the Rookie of the Year last year mm. as a big team award. He, right. w- he was very much appreciative of everything you guys did to help put him in a position. Is it the same way in the locker room now, Like, not that you don't want to be an All-Star, but that the other guys want you or one of you to be an All-Star more than you individually would actually like it? Yeah, for sure. I mean, our teammates, they, they cheer us on every game. You know, you see PJ on, on social media is just, he should be All-Star, he should be All-Star, you know. All those guys, Book Knight, our, our rookies, they do that all the time. So just for them to show support to us, that just shows what type of team we are. Um, and I love being a part of this team. Let's go to the campaign itself. Buzz City Burgers, where did the idea come from? What was your reaction to it? I think our, our PR team just, just came up with the idea. You know, I mean, it was fun doing it. If anybody hasn't seen the video, they, they need to go watch it. But I think it's pretty funny, you know. But everybody was involved, Eric Collins, Dale Curry, uh, me, t Row. Mellow, so it, it definitely is fun. It's a, it's an homage, I think, to Good Burger. Did you watch the Good Burger skits and all that growing up? Yeah, I, I watched it a couple times, but yeah, it was a long time ago when I watched it. What are you enjoying about the acting part of it? Just having fun with it, you know. We're, we're it just shows our team. I mean, our, our team, we, we we aren't a serious team, you know. We we laugh, we joke all the time. Um, so that just shows just our personality that we have. It's refreshing to see how all of you, LaMelo, yourself, Terry, it all comes back to winning. Even though you have such great varied interests, a lot of you are fathers and have a lot of focus on your kids, Mm -hmm. it all comes back to winning. That seems special. Yeah. I mean, for sure. I mean, just just everybody on the team having the same goal, that's the only way we're going to make the playoffs. And that's why I think that we're doing such a good job this year, just because everybody's focus is on winning. You know, we have a lot of selfless guys. We don't have any selfish guys in the, in the locker room that, that worry about their stats or, or worry about individual uh, stuff. So as long as, as long as we keep that going, I think we're going to be good. 
assuming this is a normal All-Star weekend, we're all hoping it, it will be more normal here in 2022. Do you anticipate you or any of your teammates are going to participate in any of the events beyond just the All-Star game? If I make the All-Star game, I'm probably going to do the dunk contest. I feel like Terry needs to be in a three-point contest and, and Melo needs to be in a skills challenge. But that's just me. <laughs> I don't think you're going to get a lot of disagreement. For sure. <laughs> yeah. One final segment here on the Hornets Hivecast today as Sam wraps up his interview with fan favorite Miles Bridges next here on the Hornets Hivecast. Hornets fans, make sure you download the Hornets app this season for an enhanced game day experience. The Hornets app is your home for the game day digital program with all the information on your favorite team and giveaways every game day. You'll also find predictive games, mobile food ordering, and even a wallet for your NFTs. Download the Hornets app today. Welcome back to the Hornets Hivecast brought to you by Senta. Senta is the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Hornets. Let's get back to Sam Farber's sit-down with Miles Bridges. Miles Bridges, our guest today here on the Hornets Hivecast. Miles, one play that really stood out to me about really what this team's all about was the game winner against Milwaukee. LaMelo got a lot of fanfare and credit for taking the shot, mm -hmm. but the way you all spread the floor, LaMelo giving the ball to Terry, Terry identifying the matchup was best for LaMelo and giving it back to him, and LaMelo going into attack mode and doing it with his head up and looking to see, is anyone doubling? Is anyone coming off? And you just know watching that play over and over, if your man comes off you, you're getting the ball. Same mm -hmm. for Gordon, same for PJ. Yep. Is that play, as, as great a shot as it is for LaMelo, really indicative about what this team is about and capable of in that Milwaukee, one of the best teams, the defending champs, mm -hmm. they had to stay man-to-man -man on everyone because if you go off anyone, yeah. someone else is going to make that shot. I mean, that's, that's good coaching for us, you know, just having players where you can't leave them. You know, PJ, he can hit the three, Gordon, me, Terry. All of us, we, we all want, want the game-winning shot, you know, but we knew Melo had to match up, um, and he made a good read. And we know for sure that if, if somebody would have helped off, then he would have passed it, but – that's a great shot. When you look at these game-winning situations and you're talking things over in the huddle, is it who you want to be the trigger person or is it who you want to attack that's more the deciding factor? Is it who who on defense we're going at yeah. or we want Miles to have it right now, he's hot. We want Gordon to have it. Uh, it's more so a mixture of it. You know, Melo, he had he had a couple big shots down the stretch um, and he had the mismatch. So we usually go at the mismatch, but if somebody's like extremely hot, then we try to go to them. It makes sense. In terms of this, your fourth season here in Charlotte, how much are you enjoying it compared to previous years? Uh, it's definitely way more fun this year, just because we're winning. You know, we we won a lot last year, but we but we dealt with injuries and it kind of went downhill after that. But this year, knock on wood, I'm just having a lot more fun. You know, we have a lot more weapons. You know, we got Kelly off the bench, we got Ish, we got Mason. You know, all those guys that that came in and made an immediate impact. Um, so it's just fun to play with those guys. Even have some rookies like James Booknight and JT right. Thor, who both had really impressive runs there. They can't get on the floor. And even for them, rookies, they, they have this unselfishness about them. You know they want to play, right. but they're willing to do what it takes to make this team great. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we got the best rookies. They know that they're that they're capable of playing on, on this team, you know, and they, they never give us any, any bad attitude, no bad vibes. They're always cheering us on even when they're not getting a shot that they deserve. So I just try to tell those guys every day, just, just keep going, keep fighting, because I had to deal with the same thing when I got here my rookie year. You know, I, I really didn't play until the second half of the season, um, and then it went, went, went uphill from there. So they just got to stay patient, you know. Everybody went through it. 
in terms of picking those guys up, are you the good cop and Terry's the bad cop? Because every time we talk to Terry about it, Terry says, I got to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in all honesty, both of you are very high on the rookies. But you know, how does that dynamic work in terms of keeping guys engaged when they're not having the, the kind of minutes on the floor everyone else is? You know, I, I feel like it's better when, when you went through the same thing. You know, like I said, I went through the same thing. So I'm always talking to, to Book and, and JT, you know, and, and T-Row, he, he was in the G League for a minute doing the same thing that that book's doing right now so for him to see where Tiro is right now um I feel like Terry's doing a great job of, of helping those guys out and, you know Melo's being positive towards them Gordon all the all the guys are, are being positive towards them because we know at some point we're probably gonna we're definitely gonna need them so we just want to continue to keep those guys heads high and help them out the other big thing for the Hornets this season is the crowd. Mm-hmm. They're back here in Spectrum Center, and right. it's louder than it's been in a long time yep. here in Charlotte. What is that environment like, and what does it mean to you? Um, it's definitely nice, you know, considering what happened last year with COVID. You know, we didn't have our crowd. I mean, in the years before, we weren't winning. It's just I'm glad to have Buzz City back, see see the full Charlotte again. You know, it looks like they're having more fun that we're winning, um, and we're having a lot more highlights just because just because they they've been there. So I, mean, I love having the fans back. I definitely missed them last year. I feel like we would have had them last year. We would have had an extra six man. Probably could have made the playoffs. So uh, I'm happy to have them back this year. Do you think you feed more off the crowd, or does the crowd feed more off you guys? It depends. You know, start off the game. Start off the game. They feed off of us, but towards the end, when they're standing up and all that type of stuff, we feed off of them. Looking ahead, what are your goals for the season? I know at the start it was it was playoffs, playoffs, playoffs. Has that changed at all now with this recent three-game run or just the way the first half went down in general? Uh, we just don't want to relax now. You know, anything can happen in the NBA. So we just want to get better each game and continue to treat every game like a playoff game, and I feel like that's the only way we're going to get better. We're going to get better. In terms of the end result, is it still – make it to a playoff series or has things changed now i mean yeah just making the playoff first but we we know uh, we can compete with any team in the east um so we just want to like i said just continue to get better um and when that time comes then we'll be ready for it miles we greatly appreciate all your time thanks so much for joining us here today on the hornet Hivecast. thank you thank you glad to be here we hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Hornets Hivecast brought to you by Senta. A reminder, we will have our preview podcast tomorrow as the Hornets head to New York to take on the Knicks for a special 1 p.m. tip at Madison Square Garden on Martin Luther King Day. Sam Farber will be with you to get you set for some afternoon hoops on tomorrow's edition of the HHC. But in the meantime, for Miles Bridges and Sam Farber, I'm Rob Longo saying so long and thanks for tuning in today. And we'll see you tomorrow once again on the Hornets Hivecast. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit hornets.com.